Folks, Ron Raymond here from the Ram Report for a Monday, a cash out Monday, November 21st. Hope you're having yourself a good start to your cash out Monday. As always, don't forget, subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. Today's podcast is brought to you by your good friends right here at hockeypicks.com. Sign up today and follow the top hockey pickers each and every day at hockeypicks.com. Also, the Parley Calculator, if you want to calculate all the those, uh, those big parlays, especially in college basketball with uh, like 50 to 100 games going on a Saturday, you can calculate all those uh, parlays at parlaycalculator.com and the World Series Handicapping Pro Football Contest Season number 11 and you can see uh, Season number 9 champion Still City Madman takes first place. He, I think he went like 5-1 and one or 5-2 and two on the weekend. In fact, he had New Orleans, Houston, Las Vegas, Dallas, Pittsburgh, Detroit, and Indy. So the only loss that I can see there is uh, Pittsburgh and uh, let me see here, Houston. So yeah, so good uh, showing here by our um, our leaders. And uh, there's Colby Ryan W. You can't count this guy out. He's always up in, in the, you know, he's jockeying between first and second. And S. Diddy's in third place. And those are your top leaders right now at the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest Season number 11. And don't forget, the person who wins the contest wins the Baron Championship ring, courtesy of the World Series of Handicapping.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are located on the World Wide Web. My name is Ron Raymond, a five-time sports handicapping champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Minus three to, uh, today in the nation's capital and a little bit of overcast, but uh, it's a nice sunny day. We're hopefully where you're at. And, and you know what? If it's not sunny, we'll make it sunny. Just like I added the nice little sunshine and the good morning with Coach Ron right there, the banner. That's uh, that's what I figured. You know what? How about we do something in the morning where people log in and we just uh, smack them with a little bit of sunshine and a good morning from the coach. And uh, hopefully you guys are having yourself a good start to your morning. Every time I say that, I feel like I'm doing a cereal or a coffee commercial. A good start to your morning. Hey, this is not like a max. Maxwell House or something like that or uh, Kellogg's, but uh, I see the uh, the the uh, the rumble the gamblers are rumbling, tumbling, and stumbling into the bullpen. That's what we call our chat box. 
And I want to thank everybody who's a member to the um, the, the bullpen. If uh, you know you can be a member here at the uh, the uh, the bullpen at the Rain Report Sports Betting Podcast, and we are located each and every day right here on YouTube and wherever you uh, download your favorite podcast. And uh, you can be a member for only four dollars ninety nine cents a month. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get some more members. And I post my picks into the community area. I post about three to four times a week, and uh, you can get my selections each and every day right there in the community. Right here at the uh, youtube channel all right i see the uh, the bullpen is uh, coming in this is where i say good morning to a little roll call right a little roll call on a uh, on a monday there's fu cancer good morning fu Hey, hey, hey. There you go, a little hey, hey, hey for you. It's a Maine's world, Jermaine Brown, and uh, thanks, Ross, the boss for the Dallas Cowboys stomping the um, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, Ross, the boss, Benjamin. Hey, you got to give Ross his props, right? Um, big win for uh, Ross, the boss, on Thursday. He gave out the Dallas Cowboys over Minnesota. Thought it was a nice flat spot for the Vikings, and sure enough, it was so bad that CBS had to go to to another game after uh, the third quarter. All right, Timmy Two Shoes in the house. Good morning, uh, Timmy, and uh, good morning everybody who is watching today on the uh, on our YouTube channel. And you can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, or even the uh, on the websites on ATS. And uh, hopefully, you guys had a, a good weekend. All right, now remember last Thursday? I think it was Thursday or Friday. I think it was Friday. I said, you know, th- this is a big weekend coming up in, in college football. Ball, right i said you know the this look ahead angle that we use here in handicapping in, in college sports especially in college sports not so much in the pros the pros don't really look ahead to the next week they look ahead to their next paycheck right that's what they love to do they like to look ahead to their next paycheck and hey who can blame them when you're making millions right but in college sports, it's uh, it's uh, it's apples and oranges when it comes to pro sports, right? And I said, let's keep an eye out on these teams this weekend. You know, the ranked teams who are facing their rivalry uh, next weekend. And a great example was uh, Illinois-Michigan, right? And if you look at that game, I said that, uh, you know, be careful. If the two running backs for Illinois show up in this game, this is going to be closer than everybody expected. And sure enough, this they had Michigan sweating it out, right? And the final score, I believe it was 19-17, something like that let me just i'm going through all my uh, my sheets right now and let me bring up that game yeah illinois 1917 and now they got the big big daddy of them all next week right uh michigan ohio state and you look at um ohio state you know they they sweated out too in fact when they were playing maryland in maryland um even though it was 43 30 it was 33 30 for right until the uh, the fourth quarter and that was a big big look ahead another big look ahead game was uh, kentucky uh, georgia right georgia taking on georgia tech next week not a really a big uh, look ahead for georgia but when you're number one you got that big bullseye in your back every week you know when, when you're the champ hey eh, to be the man you got to beat the man as uh, the nature boy would say right right rick you be the man you've got to beat yeah, and right now in college football, Georgia Bulldogs are the man. And uh, Kentucky game, a good run this weekend. Let's take a look at some of the other uh, notables. You can see here Kansas State against West Virginia. I know Ross had West Virginia. I like West Virginia too. Kansas State with um, Kansas next week, 48-31. Oregon against Arizona State with the uh, the Civil War next week between the uh, the Beavers and the Ducks. Eh? <laughs> Civil War, and you, and you go Beavers against Ducks. Eh? Something right there doesn't just sit right when it comes to those nicknames. Uh, what else did we have last weekend? We had um, Clemson against South Carolina. South Carolina, holy. Remember I said that game? I said, I don't like Tennessee's next two games because it's a little bit of a you know cupcake. I think it's Vandy. 
uh, next week. But I said the over might be a way to go there. Louisville, nice winner. I didn't have too many winners in college football this weekend, but Louisville was one of the winners I gave out on the uh, the members area. And uh, what else do we have last week? Penn State against Rutgers. Penn State's got Michigan State this week. North Carolina against uh, NC State. Yeah, North Carolina got caught looking ahead to Georgia Tech. In fact, that was 21-17 for the, uh, the Yellow Jackets. And uh, Tennessee, yeah, Tennessee losing the uh, the quarterback hooker is too bad because he was having a great, still, you know, consideration for the Heisman. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, um, yeah, the Cowboys didn't show up in this one. And uh, what else? TCU Baylor, that was a good one. And uh, TCU twenty nine, Baylor twenty eight. So uh, some really good football this weekend. And yesterday in the uh, National Football League, uh, a little bit of recap here on the uh, the picks that I gave out last Friday. So I, I like Tennessee plus three, Baltimore minus 12 and a half. They, we didn't get that one. Dallas, yeah, we crushed it. Kansas City minus five and a half, but uh, they had to come from behind. San Francisco tonight. Pittsburgh, you know what? Um, just mental mistakes in, in the fourth quarter really cost us. And I gave out the Colts. The Colts, I really liked them too, as my upset special. And we almost got it. We almost got the upset special. But uh, you know what? A pretty good weekend overall. And congratulations to the Toronto Argonauts. My good friend, uh, number 19, Curly Gittin Jr., getting his uh, first Grey Cup victory. And uh, so happy for uh, Curly. And the uh, Toronto, not, not so much the Toronto Argonauts because I'm an Ottawa guy. You know, Toronto, Ottawa is just... Uh, uh, yeah, it's like Michigan, Ohio State. It doesn't really, it doesn't, yeah, we're not on each other's Christmas cards. Let, let me put it that way. But I'm not happy for my guy, Curly Giddens, getting his ring. And the Argos, when you run the football, what do I say here a hundred times on this show? When you can run the football, and I know all every offensive lineman is smiling like a butcher's dog when I say this, right? When you can run the football and you can smash it right down their throats, you break their will to compete. You win the games. I tell you, you th- what do I say all the time? You throw to score, you run to win, defense wins championships. And that truer meaning, that truer model, if you're a football coach, you can, you know, one of the things about uh, going to coaches clinic is that the, 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 the saying is this, steal it, use it, share it, right? Steal the, uh, the, the, you know, the plays you're getting or the, the philosophies you're getting, use it and then share it, pass it along, right? You throw to score, you run to win, and defense wins championships. And that, my friends, is how you win football games. And the Toronto Argonauts with Harris and uh, Willette. Man, the Willette uh, kid from Ohio, the Bobcats, this this kid is a beast. I mean, this guy can run. And he's just, if you watch CFL football, and maybe the, the, the people in Ohio will remember. I don't know if he played with... Um, uh, with the, the quarterback from Nathan Rourke. I don't know if Nathan Rourke was at Ohio at the same time. But, uh, yeah, Willette, the uh, C.J. Willette, I think his name is. Man, he, he's just like a bowling ball when he runs. Almost like a miniature Mike Allstott. Remember Allstott with the, the fullback for the, the Bucks? That's uh, Willette. When you think of Willette, that's what you think of, a miniature Mike Allstott. All right, so we're going to have a good show here for you guys today. We're going to kick it off, as we always do, by going and uh, feed the ponies. And we're going to go today to Parks Racing in Pennsylvania. Two minutes to post time. Two minutes. Hey, there's a Brent Vienni. My good friend Brent's in the house. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah they're off and running today at Parks Racing. And uh, race number one today at Parks is a $30,000 maiden claiming race. 
12.25 post time, one mile, 70 yards on the dirt. And today at Parks, I'm going to recommend 2.36 in race number one, Major Cam with Silvera in the saddle. Look at that, 47% Silvera is in the money the last 100 races. That means anytime Silvera took the ride, in 100 races, he was either win, place, or show 47 times out of 100. That, my friend, is a straight cash homie. Great cash, homie. Yeah, five and two morning line on Major Camp. Verbier, the number three horse, MJ Sanchez taking a ride, 42% in the money. And uh, Sensible Jim, hey, I got a good friend named Jim, maybe, and he's sensible too. And uh, there it is, six, maybe that's a sign, right? Sensible Jim, Adurnal taking the ride here on the number six horse. Sensible Jim, three to one morning line. And the Staff Sergeant, hey, going back to my military days, hey, I got a lot of choices here today. I got a, I got a good jockey at 47% in the money. I got a buddy named Jim and a Staff Sergeant uh, that I know in the military man i don't know where i'm gonna go with this one but you know what i'll go to my roots and i'll stay with my friends my loyalty to my friends i'm gonna go with the six horse sensible gym three to one morning line with a journal taking the ride here on the six horse let's go number six today at parks racing put 10 to win 10 to place on the number six horse sensible gym and uh, we'll see if he uh, cashes you some money today at parks racing you can get all the uh, picks here today for parks racing normally they have 10 11 races and today at parks they do have 10 races and you can use the tip sheet to get your winners today at parks racing all right got a loaded show for you guys here today we got a lot of nba a lot of nhl so pitter patter let's get right at her and i'm gonna kick it off right now but before we do let's go to monday night football in mexico let's go to mexico tonight and see the uh, san francisco 49ers taking on the arizona dimebacks and as i said last week i'm all over the niners here tonight i know uh, arizona's quarterback uh, has got a uh, uh, kyler murray's got like a hamstring injury and it won't matter uh, san francisco ever since they got mccaffrey the the, the confidence level in this team as a unit as an offense is just growing every week i got a 24 20 victory i know the line is now nine and a half see that tells you murray is probably a doubtful tonight but uh, i won't lay nine and a half i will uh, i do like the, the niners here tonight but i don't i wouldn't lay nine and a half and um you know when in doubt get out when it comes to the number i like san fran to win but i'm just not liking them to win at uh, nine and a half what was the contest line that i have on that uh, play let me see here let me go back to my contest picks here i think it was seven or yeah, minus seven and a half. So that line jumped two points this week. And I do like the 49ers in uh, Mexico tonight against uh, Arizona. The only good thing, though, if you like Arizona, in the last 10 head-to-head meetings against the uh, Niners, seven and three straight up and against the point spread. But you know what? Maybe the uh, the total, 45.2 is what I have as the total. Maybe, uh, and look at that, 42.5. Maybe it goes over the total. What's the Kogo at? Eh, Kogo's a little low. Kogo's the percentage play. You know, I always talk about the cow, the percentage play. Well, it's uh, favoring the under tonight. So when in doubt, get out. And you got NBA, NHL, and uh, let's uh, get right to those right now. All right, let's do the um, let's uh, let me say let's do NHL first, and then we'll go right in the NBA. And uh, let's go to the uh, National Hockey League. I went to the game Saturday night between the New Jersey Devils. And uh, before I get to the uh, that game right there, you know we got to play a little hockey. Uh, you know I got to make you guys feel like you're at a hockey rink. Hey, there you go. All right, let me see there. Lee Clarkson House. Good morning, Lee. Morning, bullpen. Yeah, baby. Go, sends go. All right. Yeah, baby is uh, for Lee Clark right there. Yeah, baby. <laughs> there you go, Lee. Hope you're having yourself a good uh, uh, start to your morning. All right. Uh, yeah, so I did went to the hockey game on Saturday uh, to watch uh, the uh, New Jersey Devil. Man, this is a very good hockey team. And uh, Lindy Ross got these guys playing some. And you know what? You look at New Jersey, not a lot of high-profile names, 
but they they can roll out four lines and they are uh, they're quick on the puck the thing that i noticed with ottawa their, their their timing is off by a second everything ottawa did was always a second behind new jersey and it was a nice win for the devils all right let's get to the uh, the game here tonight between the calgary flames and the uh, philadelphia flyers now it looks like markstrom will be between the pipes tonight against uh, carter hart of the philadelphia flyers now the flyers if you look at their last 10 games yeah they uh, as joe namath would say struggling struggling two and eight in her last 10 while the uh, calgary flames getting a big win i believe that was saturday against the florida panthers five four in a shootout and but they're struggling as well three and seven and uh, look at their strength of schedule 69.3 look at the player of the team they've played in their last uh, few games the panthers lightning kings jets all teams with winning records right that's uh, that's tough to do to be consistent they got pittsburgh on deck while philadelphia's got washington uh markstrom 7-4-2 so seven wins four losses two overtime losses a 3.11 era uh era uh, uh goals against average i'm in baseball mode still every time i do these uh averages i think i'm like i'm doing the pitchers or something but yeah 3.11 goals against average um you know what philly's injured i look at the uh, the injuries on the uh, philadelphia flyers they are battered up and i think with calgary strength of schedule gotta lean with the uh, calgary flames tonight a little chalky at 220 but the flames would be my selection right there all right let's go to the next game between the edmonton oilers and the new jersey devils and uh, looking at the Oilers, they uh, look like they might start uh, Stuart Skinner tonight, but it could be Jack Campbell. Skinner, 4-4 four and four on the year. 2.52 goals against average. Guts one shutout on the year. And Fort Vanacek, those uh, New Jersey Devils, man, they are, they're a good team. And in fact, they've won 12 games in a row. So uh, you know my uh, theory on streaks, right? Um, you know, three on a three-game win streak, you can talk me in and out. Or in on a four-game win streak, hold the rope, get on the bus, enjoy the ride. And uh, New Jersey right now is enjoying the ride. And the, what's impressive with the uh, the Devils? A lot of those win streak were on the road. Look at that. Um, at Montreal, at Toronto, at Ottawa. Like at Toronto, that's a big one. At Montreal, Montreal's playing some really good hockey. And then last week they're out on the west coast of the uh, in the in the in the uh, the provinces of uh, you know, Alberta and uh, British Columbia. They played the uh, Canucks. They played the Oilers. Man, New Jersey is getting the job done. Eh? Uh, you got to give uh, you got to give Lindy Ruff his credit, right? Straight cash, homie. Yeah, straight cash. And uh, going here tonight against the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers in their last 10, 5-5. Five and five. And uh, Stuart Skinner, 2.52 goals against average. That's pretty good. In the last 10 head-to-head meetings between the Oilers and the Devils, you can see that Edmonton is 5-5. Five and five. You know what's a little bit scary is that, you know, all good things must come to an end, right? And, and normally to beat a good team, you need a good team and a good goaltender. And um, Edmonton, you know, with uh, McDavid, they got the they got the top player on the ice here tonight. I think if you're gonna look at this one, the thing I don't like though is that you, you're go, you're going up against a hot iron, right? A team like the the Devils on a 12 game win streak. They're seven and two on home ice. What Edmonton five and two? I think if you're gonna take a bit of an underdog role here, I think Edmonton be worth a shot. Um, I don't know what the puck line would be on this one. Uh, let me see here. This is I don't like going. And what are they? Be neutral two days. Only been neutral two days. 
And what's the uh, the puck line average here on the Oilers here tonight? Minus 195. A little bit chalky. Uh, I do like Edmonton. If you're going to take a flyer, I think Edmonton at uh, plus money here at plus 130 is worth a shot here tonight against uh, New Jersey. But, man, I, I don't know if I'm going to play it because uh, it's just that uh, New Jersey is a very good hockey team. And I do have uh, the Devils winning at 59% chance of winning compared to only 18 for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. All right, let's uh, get on to the next game right here. And the next game we're going to talk about is the Boston Bruins against the Tampa Bay Lightnings. And uh, let's take a look at this right now. And uh, let me just go to my pull-down menu and uh, get Boston against uh, Tampa Bay. Linus Allmark looked like is the assigned starting goalie tonight, the probable goalie up against uh, Vazzy. Hey, Vazzy, Vazzy, Vazzy. And uh, Vasilevsky, 7-5-1 on the season, a 2.84 goals against average. Still no shutout, though, this year for Vasilevsky, where Allmark, 12-1. This is like a Cy Young pitcher going tonight for the Boston Bruins between the pipes. A 1.89 goals against average. He does have a shutout. But uh, this game will be played at the Amelie Center tonight in Tampa Bay. Minus 110 is the line. So you can see the line. The bookmaker is uh, telling you um, it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a close one here tonight. And there's my good friend, Gloria K. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers, and uh, Gloria K is in the house. All right. Good morning, Gloria. Six-game win streak for the Boston Bruins. And again, Allmark, 12-1. Hate going up against a, uh, a tough goalie right now. And Boston playing some really good hockey. Even though a lot of those wins have been at home, 11 home games compared to only seven on the road this year. So a uh, little home cooking uh, has done some well for the Boston Bruins. 6-1 and one ATS on the road, while Tampa Bay, 6-3. and three. And the one thing about Tampa Bay, every game seems like a, it comes down to the third period where they have to battle for every thing right but uh, good teams find a way to win like look at this 3-2 4-1 against calgary 5-4 uh, against the dallas stars uh tampa bay uh, lightning 6-3 5-1 so 3-2 uh, against the oilers so you can see that tampa bay you know they don't really dominate until the um, you know the, the the older veterans of the lightning the one thing i do like about tampa bay it's a it's a team like um you know you think like the yankees an older veteran team that they don't panic right they don't panic in the first and second if they're down they'll find a way to claw back in it and uh tampa bay tonight it's just i think boston's going to be a bit too much i think boston is just going to be a bit too much i have to lean with the the bruins in this one the bruins look at this a bullish 40 days you know what that means 40 days being bullish means the boston bruins are either five and um five and two six and one seven and oh in the last 40 days tough 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 to go and uh, you're getting a fair market value i have to lean with the um have to lean with the uh, the Boston Bruins here tonight, even though the chance of winning is at 30.5% compared to 48.9. And Tampa Bay is on a, a four-game win streak, but um, it's just I think Boston might be the quicker team here. All right, uh, my good friend, Bien Tarabajos in the house. The boss talk got me to cash out Monday. The wise words from Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! There you go. Good morning, uh, Bien. Good morning, Coach Ronnie. How you doing, buddy? Hope you're having a good uh, Monday morning. Into your morning, hey. Eh? Like I said, it sounds like a coffee commercial. All right. So I do like uh, I do like Boston here, but there's something that tell me that Tampa Bay. Um, it, you know what? I think um, I think Boston first period might be a good uh, look at number here. It's just the thing that worries me about Tampa Bay is they find a way to claw back in games in the third period, and against those eight type teams at home. Two and two. Yeah, Boston, you know, like I said, everything of their uh, 16 and two. 
<laughs> I just saw that. 16 and 2 record, eh? You just chuckle when you see that. How can the team be 16 and 2 in a parody league driven league like the NHL? But Boston Bruins, eh? Great cash, homie. Yeah, and then one thing they do. Show me the money! Yeah, they show you the money. In fact, 11-0 at home. Yeah, you don't want to bet the Bruins at home, but uh, this will be a game probably on uh, Studio B tonight when I watch the uh, the games. I got three TVs when I watch uh, sports. You know, my big screen is Studio A, and then the top ones are Studio B and C. And uh, that's, the, that's the joke between the, the family and friends. Uh, what do you got on Studio B tonight? Uh, Studio B, I think, will be Boston, Tampa Bay. All right, let's get to the next one here on the agenda, and it'll be a good one today in the Big Smoke. That's what we call here Toronto. And the, the Maple Leafs are going to take on the New York Islanders. Now, the Islanders 5-5 five and five on the road this year, where Toronto 7-4 on home ice. And uh, looking at some of the other numbers here, minus 192, a little chalky, a little chalky if you like the, uh, the Leafs here tonight. But um, <laughs> look, at, look at the value index, minus 500. That's because of an Arizona. And I uh, forget the other uh, team that they had a big minus. So, you know, whenever you get those type of lines, it does um, mess up a bit of the value index. But 40.7% uh, chance of winning here to, on Toronto. 45.8 on the uh, the Islanders. Now, the Islanders on a two-game losing streak right now. 6-4 and four in the last 10 games. And it looks like Ilya Sorokin is going to be in nets tonight. He's 7-4-0 in the season. A 2.41 um, goals against average. I keep wanting to say ERA. Eh? If I say ERA, you know I'm thinking uh, I'm, I'm thinking goals against average. 2.41 goals against average. One shutout. One thing I noticed when I did all the goalie uh, uh, research this morning, not a lot of goalies with shutouts in the uh, top of the morning, you know, the top of the uh, the, the uh, season, right? I saw that uh, one goalie had two, and that was uh, Logan Thompson of the Vegas Golden Knights. All right, so uh, looking at the uh, this game here tonight, the New York Islanders, when they travel to Toronto, not a bad record, 4-6. and six. And when I mean not a bad, Toronto's been a good hockey team the last, like, say, three, four, five years. And they are 7-3 in their last 10 head-to-head meetings against the uh, New York Islanders. And it looks like Toronto's going to go with uh, Matt Murray tonight. Don't like that. Not a big Murray guy. He's just he's always injured. He's always injured and uh, doesn't bring a lot of confidence, right? So, you know my theory about, like, the back up goalie even though he's probably you know i don't know who's number one over there is it samson off or is it murray uh or whoever or shalberg whoever's the goalie in toronto see when you don't know the goalie you know you got issues right it's like in baseball who's your who's your ace and that's the problem in toronto we they don't know who their ace is between the pipes i'm gonna go islanders tonight i'm gonna go i'm gonna take a little bit of flyer on the uh, the islanders i think toronto uh taking on those uh b type teams even though the record is pretty good and low volume at two and oh the new york islanders three and two against b type teams but oh and two on the road so not a great record but uh you know what sometimes you got to go uh with your gut feeling and uh, i'm gonna go against murray here tonight i'm gonna go with the uh, the islanders and i'm gonna take new york on this one all right let's go to that carolina game against the winnipeg jets and let me do carolina winnipeg carolina a bit um let me see was it carolina or banged up a bit let me just check out the um uh my uh where is it right here let me go here i thought carolina was pretty banged up on injuries let me take a look at their lineup tonight Injury report on the the Canes. Canes, uh, let me see here. Yeah, so, you know, Freddie Anderson's gone. Fitzgerald's, uh, Kevin Fitzgerald's gone. Gardner's gone. Two defensemen right there. Uh, 
Andre Cas is gone. Pacioretty. Hey, did you, did you remember uh, Max Pacioretty? I kept thinking he was in Vegas. No, he's in Carolina. And Teravainen is, is injured. So, hey, that's a lot of uh, offense. I was wondering why they're struggling. Well, when you're missing guys like Teravainen and Max uh, Pacioretty, Max Pacioretty and uh, Andre Cas, Case, uh, or Cas, I don't know. How does he pronounces that? But uh, that's, that's a lot of offense right there out of your lineup, right? So that's why Carolina's been... Uh, struggling just a little bit and what's the record on the year even though they got a winning record but that's that's uh rod the bod brindamore just making his magic there behind the behind the bench right still to me rod brindamore top three nhl coaches in the nhl and uh that's that's the reason why they're they're winning great coaching minus 140 is the line against winnipeg now winnipeg seven and three in their last 10 looking at the uh starting goalies tonight you're probably going to see anti ranta in the between the pipes for the canes three two and two on a year 2.53 goals against average while uh hellebuck eight four and one getting a lot of work eight four and one 2.07 goals against average. hellebuck two shutouts just like logan thompson of vegas and you can see the uh the the jets seven and three and coming off a loss in their last game against pittsburgh so it might be a good bounce back game here for the uh the winnipeg jets who are six and two at home this year and uh against the um the carolina hurricanes last 10 overall games five and five and they got minnesota on deck while uh, carolina is going to take on uh, a cupcake game in arizona and for the um the winnipeg jets as a home favorite this year four and no on the season four and oh, but they're an underdog here tonight are they an underdog let me check the uh the latest here sometimes i gotta do a double check on my uh my feed yeah they are an underdog 168 okay so they're a home underdog tonight that changes things a little bit home underdog two and two 2.5 to two point goals against average i really thought they could have been a favorite here look at that a team with a uh, 10 and 6 record against 10 and 8 you would think the team that's at home um would be the team that's favored right and let me take this you know when, when the line's off remember what we always say right the, the betting public you know if, the, if we know this um 140 for the canes and we think that it should be the other way what does the bookmaker know that we don't know right and sometimes you got to lean with the bookmakers um experience here david riddich maybe that's why riddick is between the pipes i thought it would have been uh hellebuck tonight but it looks like it's going to be riddick's and uh yeah so you know what uh probably gonna pass on this one probably gonna pass i don't like going with backup goalies but uh yeah if you're gonna lean with this one i don't know the, my my gut um, experience tells me that uh, winnipeg probably is the play that's the play where i'll probably put on uh, hockeypicks.com all right uh, let's go to the next game here between arizona and the where is it there nashville predators all right carol veshmika Vejmelka taking on the uh, UC Saros, the veteran UC Saros for the Predators. Saros 6-6-2 on a year, a 3.09 ERA, still no shutout yet for UC Saros, who's always at the beginning of the year in the talks for the Vezina, right? He's always up there in the talks for the Vezina, but not have, having a Vezina-type season right now. Vejmelka, 5-4-1, 3.23 goals against average. Arizona on a three-game losing streak. And uh, the line, minus 250. So a uh, bit of an over-exaggeration line here. I had them at minus 136. I think this line is way overvalued. And um, you know what? What's uh, Arizona on the puck line? Arizona puck line is, uh, let me see here, Arizona minus 125. You know what? I think there's some value into that. But 2-8 and eight in their last 10 trips to Nashville, not good. Um, one in doubt, get out. And you know the rules, right? You know the rules. We don't bet on C-type teams. No, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why not? Why not? Against, Against the, the rules. rules. 
against the rules betting on C-type teams in the rain report. All right, let's get to your next uh, game between Anaheim. The Ducks taking on the St. Louis Blues, the uh, surging St. Louis Blues. In fact, the Blues, eh, I knew it would be just a matter of time before uh, head coach Greg Berube would get on these guys. And uh, just like Rod the Bod Brindamore, Greg Berube, another one of those great coaches in the National Hockey League. Six-game win streak right now. The Ducks, yeah, they are uh, struggling a little bit. Struggling. Four and six in their last ten, two. And uh, two-game losing streak. Look at St. Louis at home against those C-type teams. 4-0 and straight up, but the minus 220 is the line. Minus 194 was my line. So St. Louis overvalued tonight. I do have them at 52.17% chance of winning. Bennington has not been uh, the old uh, Benny, right? He hasn't been the old uh, Jordan Bennington who's won a Stanley Cup last couple of years. 8-5-0 on the year a 2.9 goals against average and going up against Gibson who's uh, struggling. 3-10-1 on the season with a 4.31 goals against average. You know, if you got a 4.3 goals against average, um, you know, pull out the old Jerry Glanville card. NFL, not for long, right? It won't be for long, but um, tending the pipes, as they say, if you don't get that goals against against average down all right uh, i see here uh good morning coach ron uh hey we got a uh a rick flair good morning team there's my good friend f for fantastic with his uh, beautiful sunshine right there you guys like that you like that good morning sunshine yeah i thought i would smack you with some uh, some rays of hope this morning on a monday hey that's my new banner on the bottom uh, good morning. Uh, good morning with Coach Ron on a Monday, Cash Out Monday. And the reason why we call it a Cash Out Monday is because we're hoping that you made it to the winner's circles enough time last week to get to a Cash Out Monday. Because I'll say, like I always say, ask yourself and be honest with yourself when was the last time you cashed out and uh, showed you the money? Show me the money! Yeah, you gotta be able to cash out in this, uh, when you're doing this gig called sports betting, if you don't learn how to cash out, well, you'll be uh, cashing in a lot of times to the sports book, right? As my good friend uh, Craig Dempson used to say, or still says, um, you know, when you go to a casino or a sports book, it doesn't say my bank. It says sports book or casino, meaning they're there to take your money. Alright, uh, so St. Louis and the Ducks, I do like St. Louis here tonight. Let's get to the uh, next game on the agenda and the next game is Colorado against Dallas alright this is uh, the game of the night there's a couple of games tonight I think that's a good game I think Edmonton Jersey is going to be a good game Boston Tampa Bay is going to be a great game Islanders Toronto Carolina Winnipeg holy crap eh? this is like a heavyweight fight right now yeah, we got a lot of good games. Hey, see, I love my my sound, my new sound bites. Hey, I just know when to uh, to bring them in at the right time. All right, so Colorado taking on the Dallas Stars. The Stars, a home underdog in this one, but uh, minus one hundred five. It's funny whenever I say a home underdog minus one hundred five doesn't sound like a dog, right? Minus one hundred five sounds like a little chalk uh, pick'em type to me. Minus one fifteen is the line. Bo Jackson's in the house. Good morning, Bo. And uh, Bo gets a, a little Ric Flair right there. <laughs> Hope you're having a good cup of coffee. Hope you guys are having the show, watching the coffee. That's uh, that's the goal of the show, right? When you're sitting down, you're uh, you're getting ready to do your uh, instead of watching the, like the, your um, uh, your business show, like uh, CNBC or uh, on the um, the Fox Business or or Bloomberg or wherever you're watching your your business news enjoy a cup of coffee listen to the show and uh, let uh, let's coach Ron and and the and the bullpen uh, come up with some winners for you and some good information if anything you come out with anything here today it's some good information and if we stop you in your tracks to make you think mission accomplished right 
Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly right there. All right. Colorado minus 115. Dallas Stars, the total is six. Colorado, 7-3 straight up after that slow start out of the gate. But Colorado's injured a lot too. I was looking at their lineup. They're injured pretty much. They're banged up. In fact, when I look at uh, Colorado, let's go look at the injury report. It was almost like a mash unit. Um, yeah, Gerard, game time decision. Byram out. Make, uh, McDermott out. Bowers out. Helm out. Landis Cog out. Nishishkin, he's out. Man, it's like a mash unit. So a lot of injuries on Colorado, but you know what? You're uh, defending Stanley Cup champions, still 7-3 in their last 10, and they're off a two-game win streak. Uh, strength of schedule, 48.9. Let's see who they've beaten on that two-game win streak. Washington, Carolina, yep, those are uh, respectable wins. St. Louis, that was a tough one, and uh, beating Carolina. So you know what? They're, uh, yeah, they're playing some really good hockey right now. They're on the road, 6-3 and three on the year, and Dallas, 5-2. and two. They enjoy home cooking. Um, I don't know. You guys ever notice when you watch um, 4K TV, the Dallas Stars um, television uh, production, for some reason, whenever I watch a Stars game, it's like I'm right there on my uh, on my um, HD TV. For some, like Dallas, the, the, the optics or wherever their cameras are located or you know the 4K technology, it's, it's the best. I think it's the best one in the league. I don't know if you guys, I know it's a little uh, <laughs> something. I pick up little things like that. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that. Like, do you guys ever watch a game? You say, man, the, the optics are awesome here. Like the, the, the graphics, it's just unbelievable. And then you watch other games like, man, are they getting the feed off like this, a second, third feed? Because uh, this is not, um, you know, clear hd right but dallas stars whoever's in charge of your production good job on the uh, the 4k tv it's uh, phenomenal all right uh, let me see here a neutral 28 days yeah, i like dallas dallas has been a pretty good team to watch and uh, if jamie ben just what a great uh, what a great leader you know when i when i look at sports and being a football coach and i i talk about this every time i, I talk to coaches finding great leaders on your team right that's the thing when you got great leaders and they know how to lead and 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 the teams fall into place and to be a great leader you gotta it's all about timing on when to talk and when to not talk right and I think Jamie Ben is uh, one of those great leaders when I watch him on the ice. You know, I don't have to be in the room. I can just see, I, I watch body language on teams of leaders, and I just know that the, the, the you can see the respect that they garner, right? I wish I had my Michelle Terrier respect um, soundbite right there. But uh, yeah, Jamie Ben, absolutely phenomenal leader. All right, uh, 57.1% and uh, 50% on the Cal, the chances of winning. And looking at the last 10 head-to-head meetings, Dallas six and four straight up. I do like Dallas here tonight. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Odinger here in between the pipes. Seven two and one this year. Two point two one goals against average. One shutout. And you know what? You got to give Georgiev some credit. He's uh, you know on his way. He was mostly a backup last year to Shesterkin. And eight two and one. All he's done is win hockey games. Going to Colorado. You know, they lost uh, Darcy Kemper. Two point four five goals against. Maybe the under is where he want to lean here tonight but give me the dallas stars tonight against uh, the uh, colorado Avalanche. hey give me the underdog minus 105 dallas stars i can't you know uh, i still can't um i can't uh, digest that minus 105 is an underdog that's a pick em in my book all right ottawa against san jose i can sit here for an hour and just you know go on on a, on a rant about the Ottawa Senators but since uh, you know since you guys got things to do today I'm not going to go I, w- I was at the game on Saturday between the Devils and the uh, Ottawa Senators and Ottawa's timing is completely one second behind everything 
I looked, you know, if they don't have Giroux, um, let me see who else that played a really good game on Saturday. Giroux played well. Um, you know, I got to look at the, I thought the, the defense is a mess. The defense on the on the blue line is a mess. I thought Talbot played very well coming in in in, uh, in relief. Um, let me see who else is good. Pinto, I like Pinto. Brassard, I thought Brassard played the best game on Saturday. Uh, he's probably their their best player. But the third and fourth line players of Ottawa have got to pick it up. They got to pick up their game. And again, I'm not going to get on the Ottawa rant, even though I'm from Ottawa. But this team right now, if they don't make any changes if they think that this team is going to win for them they're, they're going to be in for a, a rude awakening coming uh, next uh next uh, july or next well, you know, whatever all right ottawa's a mess bottom line ottawa's a mess i don't know how you fix it um yeah maybe it starts with you know like i know the uh, the melnick girls who uh, you know would take over the team um once they get new ownership in ottawa maybe they come in and clean house from top to bottom but you need new you need new direction in ottawa you need a new voice uh, minus 115 is the line against the uh, Sens here tonight. Minus uh, 105, another minus 105. San Jose, well, Misery loves company, and they're going to meet tonight at the Shark Tank. San Jose probably going to go with Capo uh, Kakinen between the nets, uh, between the pipes. One in four and a 3.7 uh, ERA. <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew I would do that. Goals against average and Talbot one in three, 2.42. It's too bad because you know what, Talbot's a good goalie. But when you're on a bad team and you're facing 40 shots a night, you know, there's only so much you can do, right? And uh, I think going in tonight, uh, there's no way I can take Ottawa after what I've seen on Saturday, but there's no way I can take San Jose as well. So when in doubt, get out and uh, don't even touch this game with a 10-foot pole. All right, Vegas taking on the Vancouver Canucks. You got Logan Thompson probably, um, you know, between him and Allmark and uh, Gorgiev and Odinger. There's a lot of goalies right there out um, who are probably in the, in the conversation for the uh, the Vezina. Logan Thompson's been pretty good. 140 is the line, 6.5 is the total. Canucks 5-5 five and five on the year. They're on a two-game win streak, coming off a 4-1 win over the LA Kings, while the Vegas Golden Knights 14-5 and five on the year. Bruce Cassidy's got these guys rolling, just like he did in Boston. I, I still puzzled me, but you know, you hear rumblings that the players were not, uh, you know, you just hear things, right, through the media and through the thing that maybe it was a player-coach situation that they didn't get along pretty good and uh, maybe lost the room. Who knows, right? When a, go- when a coach leaves the uh, a team, but in the NHL, when you're a coach and you're coaching professionals and you're coaching players who make more money than you, um, it's a tough, tough gig. It's not like college sports where the players will now with the NIL, eh? Now with the NIL, you know, <laughs> I can just see some of these college football coaches going, hey, um, some coordinators, uh, what happened to my parking spot? Oh, we gave it to our starting quarterback. It's part of his NIL deal. Yeah, you got to park in the back now. <laughs> Imagine that, hey, you get to work and you're a defense coordinator for a team like, I don't know, uh, you know, say you're at uh, Oklahoma or something, right? And you get to work. There's the starting quarterbacks in your parking spot. You're like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, well, you know, he made a deal with Wendy's, and uh, part of the deal, he's got the uh, the parking spot. So we had to give it to him. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Hey, that's that's the way uh, sports are going today. All right, a uh, little sidetrack right there, but uh, let's pour some uh, parlays on Detroit Lions. <laughs> Winkill says Timmy Two Shoes. All right, taking a look at the Canucks here. And uh, I'm looking at my picture. I'm all blurry there. Sometimes I got to go back and forth to get refocus on the on the camera lens right there. It looks like I'm all. Uh, unless I do a refresh here, let me just check. I'm looking at the. Uh, oh yeah, now I got to go through that five seconds of uh, waiting commercial. All right, here we go. 
All right, now we're back in HD. Eh? It was almost like watching. I'm back in the Dallas Stars uh, technical good side here. All right, so looking at Vancouver, 0-3 against A-type teams, while the Vegas Golden Knights, 3-0 against C-type teams. Yeah, how do you not take Vegas here tonight? Minus 140, feels like we're getting a discount. Minus 181. Give me the Vegas Golden Knights tonight against the uh, Vancouver Canucks. And uh, looking at Vegas in their last 10 trips to the uh, beautiful province of British Columbia. 7-3 straight up. And 7-3 uh, to the over. Not a bad one right there. 6-1 and one as a road favorite this year. And uh, yeah, Vancouver on the season. 0-6 overall against a type teams give me the vegas golden knights tonight then as uh, my good friend stone cold austin would have said and that's the bottom line because stone cold said so i saw a fire dj trending on twitter saturday yeah you know what it's too bad though dj uh, smith's a great guy like he looks like a great coach you you, you want to play for dj smith but the thing is in professional sports the players, you know, they love him too. But at the end of the day, if you don't win, then there's somebody who, you know, there's somebody who pays the price, right? And shame on those players, man. When you got a great coach and everybody loves the community, loves them. But when you don't win, it's the first guy that gets axed. It just sucks. Hey, at the end of the day, it just sucks when when good guys get the uh, uh, the axe. But I, I go higher. I I think Duaro, uh, the moves he's made, you know. Anybody can go out and and, and I give you a, I give you a bag of money and say hey here's here's uh, fifty million dollars go get me some players you know anybody can go out and get Claude Giroux and and Talbot with all the money it's that you gotta have the vision you know let me let me go into Ron's rant for a second here a team any team a baseball team a hockey team a football team a basketball team is like a box of puzzles. Now, you take out that puzzle, you got to find the right pieces of the puzzle. But when you look at the corners of the puzzle and you go, you know what? I got three left corners here and I can't make this puzzle. But when you don't realize you got three left corners and you're trying to make a puzzle with three left corners, then that's a problem on you. You got to have the pieces of the puzzle because you're the mastermind of building the team. And right now, I don't think Duaro has built a team which he, yeah, anybody can go and get marketing, a marketing team. Right now, Ottawa has a marketing team. You know what that means? It looks great to market on paper. But when it comes to, the, in theory, this team cannot play together. When you look at Claude Giroux on Saturday, I went to the game. Starts the game on Kachuk's line, then he ends the game on Brassard's line. You can't do that. You can't be always mix-matching your lines and finding where, where's the, you know, how many, he's trying to, you know, DJ Smith's trying to make it work. But at the end of the day, Whoever put that team together, it's not that they had no clue. It didn't work. It just, what you thought would work as a, a, a good philosophy in the team or the good chemistry, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Anyways, enough of that. Uh, you know, being an Ottawa guy, I know all Toronto guys are all laughing right now because, you know, the Leafs are doing well and Ottawa sucks. Hey, but I'll tell you, when Ottawa's a good team, that Ottawa-Toronto rivalry is uh, one of the best. All right, that's enough about hockey. Let's, uh, let's go have some fun and, and talk some basketball right now. All right. 
That's the new uh, basketball intro. How do you guys like that? Yeah, I just uh, you, you, when you do basketball or you do hockey, you do anything. I need I need like my pump up uh, music to get in there, right? Once I get that pump up and I get the uh, the, the 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 energy going and I feel the vibe, then I just uh, you know it reflects in the show, right? When it's a, it's a crazy thing about music, right? When you get the right music and it sets the tone, and then everybody just feels the vibe and it's just like, all right, let's do this. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, go to let's go to Atlanta and uh, let's take a look at the game between the Atlanta Hawks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the Cavaliers going in tonight as a minus two and a half point home favorite. The old runner is set at 225. And uh, looking at uh, the forecast here tonight, more cowbell, please. <laughs> there you go, more cowbell. Yeah, exactly. That's a, yeah. You know what? I got a fever, and that fever is more cowbell. I got to get that uh, sound bite. <laughs> you guys got a fever or what? Minus two and a half, 225 is the uh, total. I got a 109, 108 victory tonight for Cleveland. Now, Cleveland 5-5 five and five straight up in their last 10 games. My line is at minus 4.5. But um, looking at the Cavaliers in the last uh, few games here, coming off a big win over the Heat, that's, uh, that's not a win. That's a spanking. 113-87. They're 3-0 against eight-type teams So uh, at home this year, which is pretty good, right? Pretty good against eight-type teams. And uh, when you look at uh, A. Barristow, not, uh, not a good run in their last seven. In fact, what are they in their last seven games? Two and five, yeah. So a bearish teams, you know the rules about uh, bearish teams, right? Um, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh no, never, never. Why not? Why not? Against the rules. Yeah, against the rules, betting on bearish teams. But you know, Atlanta coming off a uh, a big overtime win against the uh, Toronto Raptors, my Toronto Raptors, and both Toronto Raptors and and a few other people on the Raptors out there. I know we have a little Raptor community. And um, but you know what? You got to give your uh, credit to the Atlanta Hawks. For some reason, Atlanta when they play Toronto, they they have they struggle in Toronto. But uh, Toronto in Atlanta, well, didn't get the job done on Saturday. Now they're in Cleveland and uh, four and three on the road, six and four to the over in their last ten games. And um, look at this. Here's a NBA system trend for you guys. Now the system trend is it's not the same as a team trend, right? When I do the team trends at the end, anytime you got a system trend it's like when any team is in this situation so in the nba anytime you got a road underdog of pick them to plus three the under is 18 and 5 for the row team so the under is where you might want to look here tonight i have it at 218 225 the kogo 45 let's go under the total tonight in cleveland let's go to orlando against the uh, the pacers orlando is a uh, neutral 12 days so let me take a look at this neutral 12 days against bullish nine pacers are playing some good basketball right now eight and two straight up in their last 10 nine and one against the number minus six was my line you can see we are getting fair market value at minus seven 61.5 percent chance of winning orlando you know orlando's a funny team right they'll they'll, they'll, they'll play the other c type teams they'll lose and then they, they beat teams like the warriors right 130 to 129 and then who else i thought there was another big game yeah the suns you know i don't understand orlando you know maybe they need to play the suns and the the warriors all the time but going into uh india uh, indiana tonight this is a tough spot to play right indiana five and three straight up and against the point spread orlando one and seven and um i'm gonna go 119 109 i got the pacers winning by 10 you know my rules i don't lay points but um if you want to lay a little bit of chalk i don't know it's a little bit too chalky for me though let me take a look at the money line on the uh, pacers and the pacers tonight minus 250 too chalky next 
but uh, maybe the total also, right? Remember the total? What did I say? Uh, no, that was the other game. Uh, take a look here. 18 and 4. Home favorites on one day's rest that are 6.5 to 9. 18 and 4. So if you want to take the money line, that's a pretty good uh, stat right there uh, backing you up here tonight. All right, let's get to the next game between the Portland and the Milwaukee Bucks. Just don't put a ladder in front of Giannis on a, on a uh, in his warm up, right? Okay, Philly. Let's let's leave those uh, those ladders to the side. We don't need to make a you know Giannis upset, especially when we need those free throws to cover the spread in the last ten seconds, right? Anyways, um, Milwaukee minus nine here tonight against the Portland Trailblazers. Now the Trailblazers five and five in their last ten games, straight up and against the number three and seven to the under. In fact. Both these teams combined, 515-0 to the under. So you know where the Kogo is going to be at, right? 60% to the over because everything's been coming under between the Blazers and the Bucks. And uh, let me see right here, looking at uh, the streaks. Not nothing to really talk about. Neutral four days, neutral seven days. Portland on the road, yeah, good cooking. Six and two, but seven and one against the point spread on the road. And what's the, uh, let me check out the, uh, the injury report. Always, anytime you look at these teams, um, you know, in the NBA, you got to see the top dog, right? I call it the Batman Robin philosophy. When you look at all the good NBA teams, and even in hockey, right? Uh, you got to look to see if the top two players on each team is playing. So, obviously, when you think of uh, Portland, you think of Lillard, right? Damian Lillard out tonight. So, there's um, <laughs> there's our Batman. And then uh, you got Nurkic out. No, he's in. Grant, Hart, Sharp, Simmons. And, uh, yeah, everybody's there for Milwaukee. So it's too bad that uh, Dame is out because I would probably lean, probably still lean to Portland plus nine. That's a lot of points, A-type team. But, you know, is this something like yesterday, Phoenix, New York, you know, when it looks too good to be true? I thought the Knicks were would have been a better play yesterday, but um, Phoenix uh, balled out. Eight and one, Milwaukee as a home team. Seven and two against the point spread. Eight and two in their last 10 head-to-head meetings. Yeah, you know what? Styles make fights, and right now, this fight, all Milwaukee. I'm going to go with the Bucks here, but I'm not laying nine. Uh, I got 219 as a total. What's the Kogo at? Yeah. You know what? Maybe the over is also where you want to lean. When everybody goes one way, what do you do? You go the other. All right. Speaking of pump up, how about those Sacramento Kings? Yeah. Are they still getting buckets? Geez, suddenly on a scoring rampage, jumping up power rating. Yeah. You know what? The Kings are uh, they're doing pretty good. Bo Jackson, Philly, one of the worst fans in organization. Yeah. They boo Santa Claus in Philly. Did you know that? Uh, Michael Irvin, he, he knows that. All right, uh, let me see here. Yeah, so I do like the the over tonight in the box. I think I lean towards the over. All right, New York taking on the Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder. And uh, looking at the New York Knicks, 10 neutral. They've been neutral for 10 days. Still a C-type teams, right? Don't bet against C-type teams. No, you don't do that. Yeah, and uh, so we got C on C-type crime here tonight. Look at that. C neutral, C neutral. And uh, looking at New York on the road this year, 4-6 and six straight up, 5-5 five and five against the number, 3-7 and seven on the road to the under, while the uh, Oklahoma Thunder, look at that, 11-5 against the point spread, 8-2 against the number against uh, the New York Knicks. And uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Moneyline Thunder tonight. Moneyline Thunder. The only thing I don't like is that New York lost their last uh, two games. So percentage play-wise, um, see the, the chance of covering is at 60% chance of covering. COC, when you're looking on your screen, what does COC stand for? Chance of covering the spread, right? Compared to chance of winning, 64.4. Um, I do like OKC here tonight. Uh, what's the injury report? Hey, looking at the golden rules of sports betting. Um, Baisley out, Joe's out, man. Okay, we're still good. Yeah, give me OKC tonight against uh, New York. All right, the next game, Boston-Chicago. 
maybe a few a few years ago this would have been a better matchup but right now um chicago ooh, eh? chicago struggling three and seven or last 10 well to me the best team in the nba is the boston celtics i think the boston celtics 13 and three overall these are your, um, your these are your bullies these are your courtyard bullies right here the boston celtics the thing i love about boston they don't put up with anything they they fight you know you got tatum you got smart horford you got everything to make a championship team in in boston to me boston is the team you got to beat um nine and one in their last 10 five four and one nine game win streak and uh on the road this year seven and two but not good against the number four four and one that's the downside about taking really good teams is that from a market psychology the the, the bookmakers know that the you know the, the bookmakers know that they should win but should they cover right are they going to cover and you look at their covering record it'd be interesting to see the top team in fact let me go look at the top teams let's go look at the uh Let's go to the team standings, NBA, and let's go take a look at the uh, the top teams, NBA. Boston Celtics, you know, public team, right? Thirteen and three, eight and seven. Look at Utah, Utah. But here's the thing with Utah: a good team, they win, but nobody believes they're going to win. That's the difference between Utah and Boston. Boston, we know they're going to win. Utah. Uh, we're not sure they're going to win, but all they do is uh, defy odds, right? And that's the perception versus reality angle out there when you're handicapping right the perception of the bookmaker and the the betting public boston should win and they're gonna win utah should win but are they gonna win right milwaukee a bit of the same 11 and 4 9 and 6 clippers you know quiet 10 and 7 suns 10 and 6 grizzlies 10 and 7 now john morant with the ankle injury um 10 and 6 for denver you know all these teams you know the 7 and 9 7 and 9 10 and 6 not a dominant 13 and 5 right maybe it's because utah tucked between the mountains up there hey nobody to in utah they're they're hidden in the mountains but uh, and you know when you're an east coast guy those west coast teams don't get a lot of uh, love from the, the east right but uh going back to this one between boston and chicago Chicago Bulls at home, four and five straight up and against the number. Yeah, not a uh, not a really good uh, any injuries to report here tonight on this game. Boston and Chicago. Lonzo Ball still out. Gallinari still out. Yeah, Robert Williams. When's he gonna come back? I don't think he's back for a while, right? Um, court a couple of weeks. Even okay, so he'll be out for a while. And uh, you know what? Give me Boston. I think Boston. I'm not laying six and a half though. What's the money line? Unless that money line jumped. Uh, Boston, unless you do like a two-team parlay, right? You can do a two-teamer. Uh, Boston, two twenty-five. Yeah, you can Boston uh, team it up with somebody else. All right, so I do like uh, the Celtics in this one. Let's go to Minnesota. Let's go to uh, the uh, the Heat, who are um, five and five in the last ten. Seven game, uh, three game losing streak. Seven and ten on the year. Look at the Miami Heat's road record: one and six, one five and one against the number. Oh boy, struggling. Eh? <laughs> Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't bet on them. Hey, Mike, you forgot that one. Cannot bet on them. Can't do it. 103, 111. I do have the T Wolves here tonight. Minus nine is the number. Three game win streak for the T Wolves. And uh, yeah, this is going to be all Minnesota in my books. But you know what? That's that's what the bookmakers want you to think, right? When you think out loud, like I just did, um, that's 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 your that was my recreational mind speaking, right? You should beat them. But then 
it comes the reality right and this is why when every time you uh, you jump the gun like that you gotta you know reel it back in and say all right let's go back to our fundamentals here eh? the edds the everyday drills what's the value on the game minus nine eight and a half fair market value plus one plus nine what about miami's okay um percentage play 64.5 compared to 29.4 look at the chance of covering the spread that's because they've been awful against the spread 4 12 and 1 on the year um the percentage play uh, performance cycles now the performance cycles miami 0 and 3 against b type teams on the road and on the season uh yeah 0 and 3 not good okay. neutral five days neutral five days minnesota at home four and five not really dominant at home right um eight and eight on the year so that's like a 500 record and even steven as a seinfeld would say the minnesota timberwolves eight and two in their last 10 head-to-head meetings against the heat six two and two against the number at indiana next game versus washington for miami and uh, here's that stat again anytime you got a home favorite of six and a half to nine 18 and four straight up 15 and seven against the point spread it should be in reality and you know from an analytical point of view hey try to say that real fast three times uh analytical point of view should be minnesota winning i got 111 103 so i got him winning by eight too close to call but that's why i always say don't lay points uh too close to call golden state against the pelicans this is going to be an interesting matchup right interesting in the uh, respect that new orleans nine and seven on the year where golden state starting to come on golden state you know champions of nba colorado champions in nhl and both teams are starting to put it together just a bit i think right if you look at the last 10 uh, last let me see five and two last seven so for golden state starting to turn it around just a bit but they got to be better than that on the road one and eight oh and nine the golden state warriors oh boy struggling oh and nine against the point spread on the road this year while the pelicans five and three at home five and three against the point spread and when when the uh what's it called the uh, the smoothie king center when that thing is rocking um there's some good uh, there's some good energy in that building right five and a half i have to go money line i'm gonna have to go money line on the uh but you know like ross benjamin says right in football five and a half a wise man once told him you don't uh, you know i wonder if that applies to uh, maybe i'll ask him i'll ask him next week if five and a half applies to basketball i don't like that line hey five and a half you know it's just it's when you get three or less you know it's, it's like money line but as soon as you get over say four and a half five and a half six and a half now you're you're really it's like okay how is that going to play out in the last two minutes of a game, right? Um, 115 to 111. So if that forecast comes to uh, fruition tonight, uh, that's a four-point win, and this is where money line, uh, 57.3, only 35% chance of winning, but this sticks out like a sore thumb. One and eight straight up on the road, 0 and nine. Um, yeah, not not really good, right? Not uh, not a great great uh, record. But <laughs> every time you got that guy named uh, Steph Curry on the other side, you gotta you gotta bring out the old respect card, eh? I gotta bring that soundbite. Lack of respect. Um, yeah, you gotta give Steph Curry and the, and the Warriors and you know, hey, what's uh, the the Ric Flair say? You be the man. You gotta be. Yeah, you got to beat the man, right? So I think uh, I think Pelicans is the play here tonight, but with a big but, um, just there's something pulling me to Golden State. You know, it's just like okay, maybe I take the plus five and a half. I think the Pelicans win, but I think Golden State. But man, here okay, C bullish is still a C type team. You know, card laid, card played. You know, I don't bet C type teams. If you're gonna play this game, 
Beard pizza money, Warriors plus five and a half. There, there, I said it. All right, there you go. You got it out of me. Hey, you got it out of me. Utah against the uh, LA Clippers. Let's take a look at the last game on the board. And uh, let's take a look at the LA Clippers minus four and a half. 220 and a half is the total. And I do have seven and three up against six and four last 10 favoring the Clippers. The value action uh, card minus three against four and a half. So there is a bit of an overvalued play here on the Clippers. But Utah, hey, do I got to go back to my uh, ATS standings uh, between the mountains? Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a Coors Light commercial. Right? But between the mountains, there's Utah Jazz at 13 and five against the uh, point spread. That's a tough one. Because Utah, all they do is find a way to win. 12 and 6, 13 and 5 ATS, 7 and 4 against the point spread, 6 and 1 at home against the number. I don't know why that's in red. That should be in yellow. But uh, for the Clippers, now that Kawhi should be back, right? I think Kawhi Leonard is back. Let me see here. Paul t- figures, eh? Kawhi's back and Paul George is a game time decision. Kawhi Leonard is back. And how did he, uh, let me see, last two games? 22 minutes, 25 minutes, 11 points, 6. But the thing with Kawhi is the defense, right? The one thing Kawhi brings is two-way play. So Kawhi Leonard is probably, still probably one of the best two-way players in the NBA, right? It, yeah, you can be good on offense, but <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, we've seen in Toronto, this guy can play defense too. Um, you know what? It's um, What's the history between these two teams? Three and seven. Yeah, I think I'm going to lean with the Clippers money line. Clippers money line tonight, 114-107. And as Stone Cold Steve Austin would say, Hey, where's my uh, my good friend Stone Cold? Come on, Stoney. There you go. And are. that's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so. All right, that is the NBA today for a um, a Monday, a cash out Monday, November twenty first. Anyone remember Spud McKenzie's? Spuds McKenzie's. I know Spud Webb. I don't remember Spud McKenzie. Uh, someone to get Clay and the Warriors uh, some uh, beignets. <laughs> Clay starting to cook. Yeah. Hey, he's cooking more than Russ. I'll tell you that. Hey, Russ ain't cooking in Denver. Hey, I think uh, I think Clay. Uh, I think Clay took the, uh, the 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 recipe book out of <laughs> out of Russ's hand, and Clay Thompson is now cooking in Denver. Yeah, Russ ain't cooking. <laughs> right. Yeah, Russ is cooking. He's cooking. Uh, he's cooking hot dogs and uh, and KD right now, while uh, Clay Thompson's at filet mignon and uh, chicken cordon bleu. Hey, if you're gonna cook some, uh, make some good food. All right, uh, let's uh, get. Where's my uh, my good friend AI? We talking about practice, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice, practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Yeah, we're talking about the 80% club stats, and you can get the 80% club stats each and every day right here at atsstats.com. And uh, let's get to the tell of the tape. And you're going to notice now on the front page of ATS Stats, you go to the homepage. And once you get to the home, actually, you know what? If you want to see the trends, I'm going to post the old 80% club stat trends. To me, these are the, the, it's like the vintage stats, right? It's the old classics. Hey, we've been online since 2006. So, you know, if you've been online since 2006, yeah, there's kind of, you know, uh, door number one and door number two of the old uh, building. There might be some good uh, NBA uh, stats and trends to uh, go your way. But if you go to NBA and let's say you, you want to see the trends of the day, they're always going to be right here on the top. I, people love trends, eh? But always keep in mind, trends are your friends, but they don't pay the rent. All right, so I do have the head-to-head trends. I got the team system trends. I got the random trends, and uh, we do have a lot of trends here. All right, um, Oklahoma has a home favorite against the uh, New York Knicks last 10, 8-2 straight up, 7-3 against the points spread. I do like the Thunder. All right, Milwaukee, homer away against Portland, 12-3 last 15. That's uh, pretty good right there. 
The Milwaukee Bucks as a home favorite last five years after a conference game coming off two unders. 10-2-1 against the number, 11-2 straight up. I did like the Clippers, right? I told you guys I, I do like the Clippers, and I do have a nice stat here on the LA Clippers. Anytime they're a home favorite on one day's rest, totals 220 or more, and they're coming off a win against a Southwest opponent. 9-2 straight up and against the number. And let's uh, get one more. I had a really good one. Where was it? There was uh, almost like a, I thought there was like a perfect trend here. 12-1. No, I think it's NHL. Yeah, it's, I think it's the NHL. I'll show you the NHL trend. All right, um, all right let's, get, let's go with a total here. Anytime the Boston Celtics were on the road in the month of November, the last two years, 12-2 and two to the under. And uh, let's uh, one more for the road. One for the road, two to get lucky. Okay. All right, uh, Boston. Uh, yeah, Boston as a home road team last four years, and they won their last game by eight points. 12 and 1 straight up, 11 and 2 against the number. Those are your NBA trends. Let's go to NHL. Click on the National Hockey League. And here's the uh, never lost angle on the Colorado Avalanche. Anytime Colorado is a road favorite the last two years and they allowed zero goals against last game. Whoa, eh? Hey, this, is, this, is this is a 10 beller right here. 10 and 0 straight up. Hey, that's a, I think this is a keeper, right? Anytime I got a perfect stat, I've got to go to the old. Uh, Hey, got to go to the old scorecard. In this corner, the Colorado Avalanche, 10-0 as a road favorite last two years, allowing zero goals against in their last two years. There you go. That's a knockout punch right there. Boston taking on the, when they're um, as a road underdog. Uh, before a conference game, they scored six goals for last game. And Boston, they are playing. The Boston Bruins playing Tampa Bay. They are 7-3, but the puck line, 8-2. Pretty good puck line record. Uh, Vegas, the over is 8-2 when their road team lasts uh, four years during the month of November when the last game went over the total. And uh, let me get a... Uh, where's my uh, my drop-the-mic moment here? I need to drop the mic. I probably gave it to you. How do you drop the mic on a, on a 10-beller with the 10-0 stats? All right, uh, let me see here. No, no, get away from Ottawa, eh? Get away as far... I can't get away from Ottawa. I live in Ottawa, so I can't get away as far. All right, Dallas... With their good technology of television uh, home production. Home team, last four years, coming off a two-game win streak. 5-20-1 to the under. And that, my friends, oops, is your 10-beller NHL stats and trends for a Monday. It is uh, Cash Out Monday. It is November 21st. All right. Hope you enjoyed the show here today. If you did enjoy the show, hit that like button. Again, focusing on the solid information providing a quality sports betting podcast a sports betting show and uh you guys know right you got to bring it every day bring my a game every day hey the one thing with ron he's never a b neutral or never ever ever a c bullish or bearish uh hey no you don't do that <laughs> don't do that ron hey ron raymond is never in a c bearish uh, frame of mind always a bullish all right folks there you have it that is the rim report for a monday november 21st hope you enjoyed the show i'll be back here on a ruby tuesday and uh, what about those bears? The bears are what we thought they were. Yeah, we thought they were. Yeah, yeah we thought they were. All right, Harry Carey, you got uh, Harry Carey gets me out of here. All right, have a good uh, have a good day, uh, everybody, and I'll see you back on a Ruby Tuesday. In the meantime, shop for value, play those percentages. I'll see you back tomorrow on another Ram Report. Cheers. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Wrigley Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man. You've got to beat the man! Joe, own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? 
You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Three cash, homie. Holy cow. Uh, it's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Hey, guys!